mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, and all the redeemer. Speak now, Lord, Speak, Lord, that these your people would hear. Speak, Lord, that lives would be changed. Speak that your son Jesus would be glorified, and these your people would be edified. Speak now, both in person and virtually, God. Let the words of my mouth be acceptable in your hearts. I, I, I need you now, God. I need you like never before. To stand in me, stand with me. Stand in front of me and stand behind me. But most of all, stand right beside me that I may be able to proclaim your truth without fear or intimidation. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to preach your holy word. Now, Lord. Now, Lord. Now, Lord. Now, Lord. Have I no way in this place? And we give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. It's the name of your son, Jesus. We pray we ask it all. Amen. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. God be good to you. Give God some more praise in this house. Amen. We serve a mighty good God. What a wonderful, mighty good God we serve. In the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. And I want to look at one verse. Galatians chapter 3, and I want to look at one verse this morning, and that is verse 13. Galatians chapter 3, looking at verse 13. When you have it, say amen. You still look and say, hold up. All right, we there. All right. Amen. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And um, from what our Christmas program this morning was, was fantastic to hear the songs and hear the poems and hear the greetings. It all just tied in with what the Lord gave me for us this morning. It says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. By becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, right. with your prayers and your participation and God's power, Pastor Brown is going to preach about Merry Christmas. That's all I'm talking about. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. In 1985, two of the most popular toys, just to tell you, were the Rubik's Cube and Teddy Ruxpin's Teddy Bear. My wife knows something about that. She was around in 1985. These two were two of the most popular toys because they were two of the most popular toys Sunrise people went crazy. People went all across the world because they wanted these two toys. Can I get a witness in here? And it was so popular, not just in 1985, but Sister Younger, Sister Wilbur, Sister Shirley, in 2021, we still have Ruby's Cubes and Teddy Ruskin Dogs because some gifts are like that. 
Because some gifts have that kind of influence. Some gifts have that kind of staying power. Because there anybody that can say, some gifts will make you happy. Some gifts will make you thankful. Some gifts will make you grateful. Some gifts will make you have joy. Some gifts will make you have a smile. Some gifts will make you thankful and grateful. And can I bring it even closer? There's some gifts you don't let leave you because they mean so much to you. Is there anybody in here that can say, isn't that the same way it is in the Christian life? Because won't God give you some good gifts? Because when you think about God, God will give you the gift of mercy. God will give you the gift of grace. God will give you the gift of love. God will give you the gift of peace. Is there somebody that can say, I thank God that God will always give me a mighty good gift because he'll give me the gift of another chance. He always supplies and meets my every need, but the best gift I know that God has given me is his presence because when you got God's presence, is there somebody that can say, I've had some trials this year. I've had some hard times this year. I've had some problems this year. I've faced some storms this year. I've faced some hurts this year. I've faced some difficulties this year. I've faced some dark days this year. I've faced some rough days this year. I've been, I've had days when I felt weak. I've had days when I felt unloved. I've had days when I felt lonely. I've had days when I felt uncomfortable. Through it all, God has been there with me. And because God has been there with me, you can say, I know that I got a good gift. It don't matter what come my way. It don't matter what people say. It don't matter what people think. As long as I got Jesus, and that ought to be everybody in sunrise, I ought to praise God right there. But you can testify. As long as I got Jesus, I'm in good company. Is there anybody that can say that through all I've been through this year, Jesus has been good to me. Through all I've been in, through this year, Jesus has showed up for me. Through all I've been through this year, Jesus has healed me. And because I got Jesus, I'm going to have me a Merry Christmas. Because I got Jesus, I'm going to sing Zion song. Because I got Jesus, I'm going to holler, I'm going to shout, and I'm going to tell the Lord, thank you, and tell him thank you for my good days. Thank you for my bad days. Because Sister Young is hitting on it now. I'm still here. And there ought to be somebody that can praise God right now and testify. I'm still here. I've had some ups. I've had some downs. I've had some smiles. I've had some frowns. I've had some laughter. And I've had some tears. But aren't you glad you're still here? I'm still here. In spite of it all, God has kept me here. So in this third chapter of the book of Galatians, the apostle Paul is preaching, and he's speaking to this church in Galatians, and Paul, sunrise, is challenging this church of Galatians, Sister Shirley, because he's making it known Jesus Christ was crucified. And Paul is saying, did you receive the spirit by works of the law or hearing by faith? And Sister Taylor, Paul asked them, are they foolish because they began in the spirit, but now they're in the flesh? And Paul was asking, did they suffer and was it in vain? And do we have the spirit and miracles by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed in God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Go down to verse 14. You see what happens with Christ in the blessing of Abraham. Then it was that by faith, the word of 
Abraham that the nations will be blessed and those who had faith are blessed just like Abraham who was a man of faith. Sometimes Paul says, mentions about curses and Paul lets us know that relying on the works of the law are cursed and that the way it was but those that are justified by the Lord, it is by faith, especially sister Elvis, when you have received faith that is something that Paul makes it real and that gives us a reminder can I say it like this we didn't do it Jesus did I thought I had some more folks shouting right there. I said, we didn't do it. Jesus did. Because Jesus did what no law could do. Jesus did what no legislation could do. And Jesus did what nobody else could do. Jesus went to Calvary. And you know, anytime you mention Calvary, it make Kayana make you just say glory and hallelujah. Because when you think about that, Jesus died. Jesus set us free. Jesus changed us. Jesus redeemed us. And Jesus has given us a new day, a new life, a new time. It ought to make it say thank you, Jesus. The text says Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone who's hanged from a tree. Uh-oh. Curse is everyone who's hanged from a tree. Because this text originally comes from Sister Lord Deuteronomy chapter 21, verses 22 through 23, which says, And if a man has committed a crime, punishable by death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall bury him the same death, same day. For a hangman, here it is, is cursed by God, and you shall not defile your land that the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance. But can I tell y'all something? That was the law. But you want to know why we're blessed? Because Christ doesn't live by the law, but Christ is over the law. I'm going to say it one more time. Christ is bigger than the law, and Christ doesn't live by man's standard because Christ is the standard. Christ is the one we follow. Christ is the one we serve. And there's a blessing in the text because just what Jesus did for us, he also showed us and let us know. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to operate like this because Jesus gives us the grace and the actions to break away and break out and get out and there comes a time in a person's life that sometimes a person can be accustomed to one way. They like having it one way. And they like doing it one way. And they don't want to change or upgrade. But take a lesson from Jesus in the text. He broke tradition so people could be blessed. I wish I had somebody praying with me because there are always the moments to surely in anybody's life where you can see and even feel that the that the same thing that you've been doing, that comes a point in time where we all have to change. Uh-oh. We all have to grow and we all have to adapt. Because even though we've been used to this style, this way, in this direction, take the lesson from Jesus. There's always another way and another option. Because Jesus was our other way. Jesus took the beating on Calvary. Jesus took the false accusation on Calvary. Jesus took being mocked on Calvary. Jesus was denied on Calvary. And Jesus broke the code on Calvary for us because we needed to be saved. We needed to be 
So tell this hill didn't realize that the blood that was shed would never be dried up or lose power. Sister Woodward, this hill didn't realize one day everybody would need to see that cross in the middle. And Sister Younger, this hill didn't realize the appointment that it had with destiny. It was at the hill. And in some of us, can I put it, it was at the hill we saw how life is. It was at the hill we saw how life can be. It was at the hill we saw life can be cruel. It was at the hill we saw life can be better. It was at the hill we saw that life can be ugly. It was at the hill we saw that life can be dangerous and life can be troubling. It was all on the hill. It all happened at the hill. And it showed us there are days of pain and suffering. Y'all know about pain and suffering, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But is there anybody that can say there's a day coming when you won't be on the hill because you'll be resurrected? That's right, that's right. I'm going to say it one more time. You may have pain and suffering on the hill, but remember, Friday was suffering. Yeah. But Sunday, Sunday was rejoicing. Is there anybody here that can say I've had some bad on the hill. But that was, that's it. It was just a few days because every day didn't turn out that way. God knows how to make the calendar turn in my favor. God knows how to make the day. I know you may have been on the hill because watch this. The hill makes you cry. The hill has agony. The hill has frustration. The hill has despondency. The hill had a day. But Sister Taylor, the hill may have had a day, but it couldn't stop eternity. The hill couldn't stop the rest of the story. Can I put it? The hill is a part of the story, but the hill is not the conclusion. And that is the blessing. The hill was the setting for the death. The hill was the setting for the crucifixion. The hill was the setting of death. But it wasn't the end of the story. Because even on the tree, the story didn't stop. Y'all imagine, look at them, look at everybody on this hill. Look at them mocking Jesus. Look at them laughing at Jesus. Look at them snarling at Jesus. Look at them snickering at Jesus. But can I tell you, the problem with that is, they thought the nail was the last piece and the final piece of the puzzle. But what they forgot was, you might nail them, but you forgot who created the nail. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they forgot who created the nail. And can I tell somebody, don't let anything or anybody restrict you. Don't think it's always going to be this way. Don't think it can't get better. And don't think it can't get changed. Because just look up to the hill. And you can see that even on the hill, it looks bad. But just remember, there's always a better day. Is there anybody here that can say,
by a payment of price to recover from power of the known. This word law means the mosaic law. This word become means to appear in history and come into existence. This word everyone means individually. This word hangs means to be hung up and suspended up hanging on the cross. This word tree means made of wood and a beam suspended to the cross. And think, watch this. The thing that makes this text more special and stronger, what we should always be glad is this. According to the curse, and according to tradition, we all were supposed to die. We all were supposed to be severely punished because sin made a wedge between us and God. That's right. You know, anytime sin is committed, sin will make you hurt. Sin will make you trouble. Sin will make you have guilt. And there are times that sin will make you lose your innocence. It's during those moments that you don't really see what you need. It's during those times that the text reveals about our break from God because of the wrong choices, because of the choices that did not align with the will of God, because they did not align with the will of God. It brought us to a bad situation. It brought us to a tough task, but even worse, it brought us to a dark Sunrise, have you ever had to live in the dark? Mm -hmm. Have you ever had to sleep in the dark? Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the dark with the lights. I'm talking about dark spirits. You, where you couldn't see no light or feel no lights. Have you ever had to come to church in the dark? Have you ever had to pray in the dark? Have you ever had to hide in the dark? Because sin will make you hide a shame. Put your head down. Sin will make you have thoughts that will make you say and think there's no coming back from this. Yes. Somebody's had to live in the dark. Mm. Somebody knows about trying to maintain in the dark. Because there are some choices and some sin that won't let you rest, won't let you have peace. There's some things that won't let you have any kind of joy because it seems like you're doing all right. But if you're honest, that doesn't mean always home. Can I get a witness? There are times that we thought we would have that pleasure. We would have that thrill. And there are times we would have that satisfaction only to discover it didn't happen. Only to discover we were still on Only to discover we were still empty. It felt like the walls caved in. There was no hope. It even felt like there was no coming back from that. There are just times that sin can bring darkness. And it feels like there's no light and on this Christmas season, sunrise, can we say America is in the dark? Yeah. It seemed like there's a fog hovering all over our areas and our communities. Hate crimes in the community. Shooters and teenagers showing up to schools with guns, killing and shooting those that have attacked, embarrassed, humiliated, and made them feel like a loser. Seems like there is nighttime in America because there is this sense that not everybody can afford health care. Not everybody can receive affordable housing. Not everybody can receive affordable education. There's a nighttime. Police brutality is a nighttime. People fighting each other is a nighttime. More poverty is a nighttime. And people can call athletes racial slurs at school, at the 
see you're doing something wrong. But sunrise, can I tell you about this dark? More people are being kidnapped. Young ladies are being sold as slaves for sex trafficking. There are those who live in some foreign countries that are still being led by a communist regime and using unfair labor practices and beating, assaulting, assaulting, killing, raping, and doing other heinous, heinous things. It's nighttime in the dark. Look at the daily news as we drive around our neighborhoods, our communities. People don't care about the community anymore. People don't want to keep the community clean. People don't care about the elderly. And since the elderly, you know, it's more heartbreaking. People don't even care about the church. We have those who have been hurt at church, not by the church, but have been hurt at church. Now they won't give church a second thought. We have those that have never stepped foot in church for service and working membership, but it won't be used in church for help. You're right. Am I right about it? Yeah. Sunrise, they'll never come to Sunrise for Bible study or Sunday morning worship, but they'll need some help, but don't want to be a helper. No. There are those who will walk past the church those who will cuss the church, those who will say the church is foolishness and God is not real. It's nighttime going on. But I got some good news. Y'all ready for my good news? I can hear y'all ready for the good news. There's a star in Bethlehem. I'm going to say it again. There's a star in Bethlehem. There's this star that's lighting up the world. Y'all know, because he told us that as long as he's in the world, he's the light of the world. There's this star that's about to give some good news, and that's and his name is Jesus Christ. And sometimes I want to tell you, I know it looks scary, but hang on in there. I know it looks like it's decay, but hang on in there. Don't let the chaos and the burns you see around you make you forget that Jesus is still on the throne. Is there anybody that can say that nothing's going to separate me from the love of Christ? Because remember, it was Jesus that was on the tree. Jesus died for all of us. And because Jesus died and got back up, because his blood covers us and gives us strength, that days are going to get do you believe days are going to get better? The life is going to get better. The world's going to get better. America's going to get better. Orlando's going to get better. Oklahoma's going to get better because we serve a living Savior. Remind me, Sister Woodward, of a lot scene. Anybody here ever locked your keys in your car? I'm not going to, somebody looking at me strange. It is part of the illustration. You take it up with Jesus. Lock keys in the car. Can't get them out. Search all over. And then sometimes you see them and they right there and they miss you. But you just lock your keys <laughs> in the car. But you need a locksmith to come. Because Sister Taylor, Sister Lewis, Sister Shirley, wife, what a locksmith does, he's got special tools. Woo! That unlock your car. Yeah. Because when it's what you're limited in, the locksmith is an expertise. Yeah. I'm about to go somewhere. Can somebody help me and say that Jesus was the locksmith that unlocked us from the bondage of sin? Because the bondage of sin had us locked 
being boxed in. The prophets of Ed and Cedars had us boxed in, but then Jesus came. Because everybody can say that Jesus has made all the difference in my life. Jesus has set me free. I used to be this way, but Jesus showed up. I used to be like this, but Jesus showed up. I used to be down. I used to have a sprout. I used to be depressed, but Jesus is the locksmith that opened up the door. So now I don't live on that same avenue. I don't live on that same corner because I'm pressing on that open way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Look at the text. And so I told you, I ain't gonna keep you long. I see Sister Young already said, Amen, Pastor. Let's go. <laughs> Look at the text one more time. It said, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse of the written curse that everyone was saying on the tree. But I gotta tell you this, and we're gonna go home and, and eat some chicken. This is a collective partnership. Watch this. And I want to tell those who think Jesus just died for select people. You're wrong. He died for everybody. This is why we should have joy this Christmas season. This is why there should be some praise that flows out of your life. Why? Because Jesus broke the curse and saved us. And that's the greatest Christmas gift I know is that he died on the cross. That's the greatest gift I know that he hung on the cross. That's the greatest gift I know. Hey, you look, look at the thorns. Look at the blood. That's the greatest gift I know. But what's this? Can y'all just take a little walk with me right quick? Can you imagine this tree out there by itself? This tree is a hanging tree. Sister Woodward, this is the tree you go to when you're guilty. This is the tree you go to when you meet your judgment day. So say, oh, this is the tree you go to when you can't get out of jail and there is no bail. Can you look at the tree? Sister Taylor, look at the tree with me. Look at our sins on the tree. Look at our deeds, our plans, our plots, our thoughts, our words, and our mistakes on the tree. Sister Shirley, our names are on the tree. Our birth year is on the tree. Our eye color, hair color, blood type, height, weight, it's all on the tree. Look at that tree, because every one of us got a tree. Every time we weren't right, it's on the tree. Every time we told a lie, it's on the tree. Every time we went to that house, that apartment, took that out-of-town trip, sent that text, entertained some stuff and people we shouldn't have and just want to do our own thing, it's on the tree. That's right. But I got some more good news. No matter how big your tree is, it wasn't that big that Calvary couldn't come. It wasn't that big that Christ couldn't come. Is there anybody in here that can say, thank God for his blood? Thank you, Jesus, for his blood. Well, that's enough, y'all. I'm ready to go home. Let's go home. But thank God for the tree. And sunrise, I just want to tell you, Merry Christmas. And I want to tell everybody in here that you can have a Merry Christmas. How can you have a Merry Christmas? Because the Bible lets us know that for God so loved the world 
neighbor, bless you. Say again, bless people, bless Christians, and bless church. Somebody may say, what's all doing down there? We following the Lord. That's all you need to know. God is sending so much here. But you got to watch. You got to watch people. Because you remember him. Just like when King Herod wanted to come to Christ, mm -hmm. when he lied and said, I want to see him, but he really had bad moves and wanted to kill him. And our lives, whether it's in the church or whatever, there are more Herods than what you realize. Everybody you talk to is not a shepherd. A lot of people are Herods. Let me get a little quiet. But the Holy Spirit is. But y'all, when we follow God, and do what the Lord says. There's so much joy that comes. Can't nobody stop you. And you know why? Because you don't belong to anybody but the Lord. We belong to who? And God is so wonderful. He's so awesome. He does things to us that nobody else can. And sometimes that's why I just want to do just to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And it's not about, we, we gonna, I know we're going to open presents. We love presents. We love music. We love eggnog, hot chocolate, all of that. That's great. But when you can't get presents, you still got Jesus. Yes, <laughs> you may not do what you want, but as long as you got Jesus, I'm sure, what? Say it again, Sidney. We straight when we got Jesus. 